Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, and this is The Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate nine-to-fiver turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our nine-to-fives to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way but it wasn't always easy. And I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts, and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today, a business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from timeless principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. episode is brought to you by the Market Authority Academy. Big welcome to this week's newest members. We have Anu Akunwe, Madison Gobble, and Sharday Tucker. Welcome, 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 and I am super excited to celebrate all the successes that are sure to follow. The Market Authority Academy is a mentorship program available to real estate professionals who desire to grow their brand and business using the modern social media strategies and proven systems designed for maximum scalability. If that sounds like something you're into, head on over to the show notes to schedule a call with me to discover how the Market Authority Academy can help you triple your real estate business this year. Oh boy, do I have a treat for you. This is the second episode in my student feature series where I am bringing on Market Authority alums so you can hear their stories on how real estate agents just like you are creating huge momentum and success in their businesses. And today's guest is Jenny Selly. Jenny is a new realtor in Moncton, New Brunswick, and when she and I first spoke, it was about two weeks before she had officially gotten licensed as a new agent. That's right, she came to me before she even got her license and officially started in real estate because she was so determined to be successful in this industry, and she knew she needed the help that she needed to get there. I was immediately drawn to her energy and her positive spirit, and she has an amazing story. And after diving into the content of MAA, she got into work and has created an incredible business for herself in just six short months. Like you guys, at the time of this recording, she has closed almost 20 transactions in six months as a new agent in her market, where, by the way, she has only lived in her market for about three years. So she's also newer to her area. You cannot miss this episode. During this conversation, we covered a lot. We covered the expectations versus reality of her first six months in the business, how she's connecting with new clients every week, the strategies that she is using on social media to really stand out as a new agent, ways that she's learning to balance business and family life, and so, so much more. 
You can find Jenny on Instagram at Jenny Sally Realtor. That's Sally with a C. And definitely check out what she's doing on the gram because she is showing up in a big way and really embracing social media as a part of her strategy. And I think that you'd really enjoy watching and following along on her journey as I have. It has been such an honor to be small, a small part of her journey. And I'm really excited to bring you this amazing conversation with Jenny Sally. So let's tune in. Jenny, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. How are you? I'm doing great, Stephanie. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very excited. (laughs) The pleasure is all mine. So you and I first met, I think, in November of last year, 2020, and you were so excited to start this new journey of your real estate career, and you were about to get licensed, and you were like, Steph, I'm, I'm wanting to prepare myself and make sure I have everything ready to go, and six months later, you are smashing it, and I cannot wait to hear just how these last six months have gone for you, so my intention today is really just to kind of like dive in and hear the story, see where you're at and, and how we can help keep, keep growing. So for those who don't know you yet, can you share a little bit about who you are and um, how you got started in real estate? Absolutely. So I actually live in New Brunswick, uh, Canada. Uh, We moved here from Ontario about three years ago. I had always thought about going into real estate, but I was always afraid of um, commission work. I was like, no, no, I would like my paychecks, you know, monthly or whatever. Uh, So I was always afraid. But once once I was here, my husband kind of pushed me. He said, you know what, we're in a good spot. Why don't you do it? And I said, okay, so let's do it. So um, again, being in a new province, uh, not having any family here, aside from our kids and, you know, me and my husband. And I decided to kind of take the leap. Uh, Again, that was uh, November when I was preparing uh, for the test, wrote the test November 30th, passed it. I was like over the moon. I had contacted you because I'm like, look, I don't have my license yet, but I just, you know, I want to get a good start. Again, I was just panicking because I'm like, I'm going into um, into commission work. Like I want to be prepared. When am I going to be, you know, making like bringing money home a year from now? I'm like, oh, you know, kind of scared. But uh, no, definitely it, it really worked out. The market here in New Brunswick has has been on a high. It's uh, it's getting a lot of attention. So so it's it's all kind of come together uh, where I got amazing training and I keep getting, you know, help from you. And and the fact that the market is also helping, it's, it's given me a really good start um, to my real estate career. And I'm super excited. <laughs> I feel like a quote unquote good start is almost selling yourself short. So tell us when you told me the number that you're at today, I almost fell out of my chair. Like, tell me, so what are our results for the first six months so far? So for the first six months yesterday, I, I got another firm deal. So I'm at 19, um, you know, between closings and firm deals, 19 deals. Oh my goodness. I could not be happier for you. How, are you like pinching yourself? How exciting is yeah, that? I am because it's funny because I did that, uh, you know, one of the, the exercises that I love the most is writing that letter to myself, which which you suggested. And um, my whole goal for the first three months, I think, was like, you know, and I was like, oh, this seems so like, oh, I'm never going to reach, you know, to, to sell five houses, right? And I think when I reached and I talked to you, I'm like, stop me, I, I'm at like 10. <laughs> so, I was like, you know, it's like double. So that was amazing for me. And just, you know, to literally keep reading that letter every day to myself. And at the beginning, I was like, yeah, you know, 
you know, it's, it's not, you're not going to get there, but that's okay. At least you've written it down. And that's a great goal, maybe for like year two or three. Right. <laughs> but like I said, it's, it's, it's been unreal. Absolutely. It has been unreal. Super thankful. Um, busy as heck, but loving it. Oh my gosh. How wild. So, so what happened? Like how, how did this all come together? Well, um, like I said, I think I came at a good point, but I think I also started just letting everybody know that I was a realtor. Mm -hmm. Um, People back in Ontario, I mean, that's where most of my family and friends are, letting them know. And and the neat thing is that most of the people moving here to New Brunswick are from Ontario. So I don't know if the word kind of got around. I haven't sold to anybody that I know, but like I know people have been referring me and saying, hey, I know a realtor. And uh, and the other thing that I think was really neat that kind of jumpstart my my career at the beginning, um, I'm always listening to the radio and there was a news of a company moving to New Brunswick. The CEO was bringing his family and some of the workers uh, and he was in Ontario. So what I did was like I did a little care package for him, a little box where I sent him like local products, local beer. I literally, I think I spent about $200 in total between shipping and the products I got him. Well, out of that box, like they got super impressed. And, and I, I wrote them a letter saying, look, I've been in your shoes. Uh, I know what it's like to make such a big move, move your family. If I can help you in any way, not just with the house, but just, you know, with how life is in New Brunswick, I'd be more than happy to. I sent a few cards out and I said, you know what, you know, I'm here if you guys need my help. They did reach out and um, super nice family. Well, in total out of that box that I sent and kind of impressed them with, I got six deals out of that. Wow, that is yeah. What a great idea. That's amazing. Those little things that you don't even think about, you're like, well, you know, I'm just going to send them something, right? And if it works, great. If it doesn't, and he already has a realtor, and I thought they would have had a realtor for sure, because I'm like, well, if he's already like on the radio and like mm-hmm. they're doing news stories about him moving here and his company's being built, for sure, he's, he's going to have a realtor, but let's give it a shot, right? And uh, so that kind of really jumped start my career. And, and I was able to put like, just did a deal. So I was able to put on my social media you know, sold or like, you know, so things like that. And, and just started creating lots of uh, stories on social media. Uh, obviously, I love that thing that we did with you, where it was like the 30 days of posting everything. <laughs> that really got me into a groove. Because again, prior to to being a realtor, I would I wouldn't post much on social media and whatever I did was really my kids. I, I did not like being on camera at all. Um, so it was quite different. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, one second. I don't know why the screen got out of here. Ah, sorry. One second, Stephanie. That's okay. We're all good on my end. So if it's giving you trouble. Yeah, no, I can't see you anymore. So really, because my phone rang and it's connected to the computer and you completely go. Oh, I hate that. No, and I completely, I'm like, I lost you. (laughs) That's okay. That's happened to me before. And it's like the most. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, no. So where was I? social media and um yeah so so definitely those 30 days that we did it it really got me into the habit of posting and uh the fact that you would say you know 80 20 80 percent you you know what i mean 20 percent business i was like oh but i don't want to be in it but i i pushed myself to to try to be in every single uh you know post not every single but most of them Mm -hmm. i started noticing that when i wasn't on the post even if it was business related i wouldn't get as many likes or as many comments on it um than when i would put myself in it right so Mm -hmm. i was like oh 
does work, right? So I, I did a lot of what you suggested. Like I hired a photographer, to, you know, to take some pictures. I actually have uh, an upcoming appointment with her again because people do like to to meet the actual person, right? And I've had uh, people reach out to me and leads through through Instagram, which I thought was going to be impossible. I'm like, no, they wouldn't reach me. And yeah, they just, you know, they kind of get to know you and and it's, it's been unreal. It That's so happens. cool. Yeah. So let's, let's break all this down. What I love about this is you identified a couple of different avenues to kind of go all in on. And first of all, I just want to acknowledge you for having the self-awareness to kind of put yourself out there for the CEO who is coming out with this company. Like you did not let any of those really common limiting beliefs that a lot of us struggle with of like, oh, I'm, I'm a new agent. Why would he go with me? Or, oh, this or, oh, that. Like you just went for it and it came back to you, which is unbelievable. So you should be super proud of yourself for that too. And I would be like listening to that radio every day. I'd be reading the oh, newspaper. Right. <laughs> well, it was funny because I got my license, my official license came December 7th uh-huh. and I sent him the letter like December 22nd. So literally I had been in real estate for two days. I'm like, I'll take you on, you know what I mean? You and your family, let's do this. I'm like, oh, but inside I'm like, oh God, I hope they don't ask me how long I've been in the business and stuff. Right. But yeah, it turned out to be great. And obviously they found that I was new because I, I was very honest with them. I said, look, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a real estate agent after like we touched ground, but I'm, I'm here to give it my all. And what I can give to you, like I said, one of the biggest things is that I've gone through the experience of your move, right? So it's funny because right now, 95% of my clients are all from out of province. And, and it's something nice that I can give to them, not just the fact of helping them find a home, but all those little like um, details that I can provide, right? With like, with the move. So they, they truly appreciate that. That's amazing. And that's something that we've talked about before, right? It's just like really understanding what, where you can provide your unique value, like from your experience lens, like what do you bring to the table? And, and I think that that's such a great example because um, from time to time, I'll be talking to agents too, and they really get in their heads about being a new agent and they don't want to say the wrong thing, or they don't want to be asked a question that they don't know the the answer to. But at the end of the day, like, and this is something that you did so well, Jenny, is you were able to find a struggle that they had that you could relate to. And you could say, look, I've been in your shoes. Like, this is what helped me. And because of this experience, I am the best agent for you. And they agreed. Right. So at that point, like, it doesn't even matter your experience level because they have that trust that you're looking out for their best interests because you've been there and that you can't, that doesn't come with anything other than experience. Absolutely. And and honestly, I think that's why I've clicked so well with, you know, with all my clients, right. Just, Mm -hmm like don't worry I got you you're panicking right now you know this is what I did these were the places that I visited like you know online information and especially now with COVID happening right these are people that are trusting for me to be their eyes like I do online video with them and live video but they're not at the actual home right right it's it's definitely it's been um it's been tricky but I am beyond grateful that they're they're putting that much trust you know, in, in me or, or in the realtors that, you know, their people used to, to be their eyes. And that's exactly what I try to be because the pressure is on, right? You're just like, oh, you know, I'm like looking at like stains on the ceiling and everything like that, right? Because you, you want to give them the best, right? And, um, and yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, I've had some great clients. 
That's so cool. I think that that might be your superpower because what I'm hearing is empathy and compassion and you exude that. Like I picked up on that the first time we spoke and you have found a way to lean into that authentic self of yours in a way that provides so much value and, and help and goodwill to your clients. And I think that that's going to take you a long way. So that's amazing. I love I love that illustration of you being able to provide something extra special on that human level that really matters. Cause at the end of the day, like 19 deals, like it's super cool and, and you're earning money, but like, this is what, <clears throat> what I think about a lot is like this stuff matters. Like this is people's lives. And that's something that you've really understand to the core. And I think that that's what people pick up on too. No, absolutely. And, and I keep telling them, uh, to me, it's more about the relationship, obviously, the transactions, it's going to pay, you know, your bills, but at the same time, you want this person to be happy with mm-hmm. you, to refer you and to come back to you, right? Um, yeah. So I think that's more important for me, um, just to give them, you know, even if they decide that at the end, because I had that with the customer, she just got frustrated in this market. And she said, you know what, Jenny, I, I can't. And I said, absolutely, I understand you right now at this moment. This market is not for you because everything is, you know, overbidding and you're in like in bidding wars and, and they get frustrated. A lot of people get frustrated because even though they put in an offer, it's still not good enough, you know, in comparison yeah. to others. And I said, absolutely, this is not the market for you. I completely understand, uh, you know, if you ever want to come back to it, I'm here to help you. If you have any other questions just about life here, not even real estate, real estate related, I am more than happy to help you. So I think it's more about the relationship that you're building with, with these clients than, you know, just be like, all right, what home are you going to buy? Let me help you. Okay, we're done. Right. Never heard mm-hmm. from Yeah. I love that. And it's more fun for us too. when we're like that, because when we come from a place of serving, it kind of takes the pressure off, you know, um, but let's, let's talk about social media because I'm loving, and you touched on that a few minutes ago, but I'm loving what I'm seeing from your social media and it's so positive and bright and happy and you make me want to move to New Brunswick. <laughs> so <laughs> I would love a visit at the very least one day because it looks like such an incredible place. So, so tell me a little bit about your strategy with social media um, and how you've been consistent, even like you said, even when you really didn't, you were a little apprehensive of putting yourself out there. Like, how did you get over that and how have you stuck with it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, at the beginning, it was just all about my kids. And then when I opened up the business and again, you said, you know, use your personal page, right? For Instagram, because I was going to open up a completely different page and keep it very like, you know, just real estate related. But no, like, I'm so glad I didn't go that way. Uh, so I just kind of blended my personal page in, uh, you know, told people this is my journey. Now I'm a real estate agent, but try to make it as uh, personable as possible. So even though I'll put like, you know, the house sold, like I'll still try to tell the story behind the person and say, you know what I mean? Like, thank you for trusting me. Can't wait. You know, you found a little piece of paradise. I always try to include something about the person there, especially mm-hmm. because the closings that I do, the, the people are still out of province, right? So it's not like I could take a picture of them even. Um, and yeah, because they're not here, right? A lot of them, uh, even if they're here, they're in quarantine. So I can't even see them. I can't give them their keys. So I'm literally posting their picture today you close and and this is the story behind you and you know you're moving here and thank you so much for trusting me um but trying to make it human i think even when my posts i try to make it human um i try to show people how lovely new brunswick is and i use my own family just how much 
we're enjoying life in New Brunswick. And, and for those looking for a little bit of family time, this would be a great place, right? And I try to showcase that as well, how our life is here and what people can also find here. So I think that has, that at least has been my goal to try to put that, not to just be like, you know, sold or for sale or coming soon, no, but just include a little bit of my own, like of myself and my family and our experience here. Yeah, no, I, I pick up on that for sure. And I think that that's something that you do really well. And when it comes to sharing more of that personal content um, with your family, have you have to, have you had to find like a balance of how much of that you feel comfortable sharing? Because from time to time, there's, there, there are agents who just feel kind of weird um, sharing more of that like personal side. Whereas for me, I'm like, I, I'm an open book. I love sharing it because like to me, everyone on the other side of that screen is just a friend that I get to have that conversation with. But I know not all agents are like that. So how have you kind of explored that balance in, in sharing that personal side? Well, again, I don't think I ever had an issue with it. Um, one of, you know, one of my many things that I did prior to real estate was a family photographer. So I would always use my kids as the, the models, right, for my photography business. So my kids were always on social media. I never had an issue with it to date. Um, so I don't mind. I don't mind sharing a bit, you know, about me and uh, and about my family. And that's that's just who we are. So so today I haven't had any issues with it mm-hmm. and, and I enjoy it because this, at the same time, like, yes, friends and new clients, but my actual family is also following me. So I'm like, I can't see them, but they also know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a nice blend of the two, right? So, yeah, no, I think it is too. Hey, it's Stephanie. Quick check-in. Jenny has an unbelievable story, Right. While you won't get anywhere without doing the work that she's put in, it helps to have the proven plan, you know? If you're feeling inspired right now and thinking, maybe this could be me, then go to the show notes and book a time with me to discuss your application to the Market Authority Academy. I am taking enrollments from real estate agents right now, and I can't wait to hear how I can help you generate results like Jenny's. Let's make this your year. Can't wait to chat. Now, back to the show. What like ratio right now are you posting between um, personal and business, would you say? Could, do you know just off the top of your head or is it just more what feels right? What feels right, but I do try to do the 80-20 where like when I see my face too much on all the posts, I'm like, okay, maybe let's let's put a picture of a house now. <laughs> <laughs> too much of me, let's, let's, you know, let's do something different here. But I'm trying to really do that 80-20. Um, even on, on the pictures where like the house, you know, says just sold, I, I try to put my little picture at the side, right. It's just, again, to, to give it a little bit of a human touch, like there's a person in that picture, not just, you know, a building because all homes are beautiful, but I think, I think it might've been you, or I can't remember who said it's like, you know, people are looking for just, uh, homes or like pictures of homes. They'll go to like a home and garden magazine or or follow them kind of thing. Right. They're following you to get to know you as well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think that that's why it's so powerful to include like yourself and your face. And and that's something that we talk about a lot, just making sure that we're part of the equation too, because that top of mind factor is, is so powerful. And, and this has led to business from you. So you have, you mentioned you have been generating leads on Instagram. What does that look like? Like after, how does somebody reach out to you from there? And then what has your plan been looking like to convert that lead? Um, yeah, so I've had again out of province mainly. Um, so they'll they'll send me a message uh, on Instagram and be like, "Hey, love your stories. Uh, it seems that you guys are having so much fun. 
we're also planning to or looking into moving into New Brunswick. Can you tell me about life there? And definitely that's when I'm, I connect with them. I'm like, oh, awesome. Thank you so much for, you know, for following me. I would love to, you know, have a conversation with you. Uh, we can, you know, do like a Zoom call or, or just a call in the evening. And, and I'd love to answer your questions. And, and actually from Instagram, I have gotten two leads that turned into firm offers to, to actual sales. Um, to me, that was like, unreal because like I said I'm like who like I thought Instagram like I said I was like oh it's just you know putting pictures up there and stuff but like mm-hmm. people are out there to actually you know find realtors and, and find um, things that they need so it's it was neat to see that yeah it, and I feel like when it happens in the beginning it's always surprising you're like wait is this actually happening to me <laughs> posting about myself and, you know, trying to, you know, give some knowledge and, and yeah, people are actually out there right. And seeing what you're posting. Well, and it makes sense, right? Because people are going to explore content on the platforms that they trust, right? And Instagram is one of them. And so when somebody's trying to figure out, even for me, like if I'm traveling to a new place, um, like for example, we went to California for like a little weekend trip. And the first thing I did was search like hashtag San Diego food because I want on Instagram because I wanted to find where all the good foodie spots were. Um, I was also looking for like public parks to take our baby. Um, and, And it's just an easy way to see not like advertisements, but see through the eyes of real people what their experiences are, because most people are going to share things um pretty much unfiltered on, on social media, especially if they're just like regular consumers and stuff. Influencers might have a little bit of a bias, but it's, it's just a great way to, to get through the eyes of like people like me and see what, what other people really enjoy. And so I think that that's what people are doing, especially when you have those out of towners, like the people who are relocating, they're trying to get, they're trying to get like a real life look at what life in for this example, New Brunswick might look like. And then if you're consistently showing up and you're, you're creating kind of almost that lookbook of what they can expect, you just really are facilitating that trust. And they understand like, wow, Jenny really has a lot of the same values that we do. She seems to really get it. I think that she would really be a great fit for us. And then at that point, it's just like that, right? They're coming to you asking for help and you're not having to chase down the sale and, and convince people with white knuckles that they have to hire you over someone else. Like that to me is the true power of social media, you know? It absolutely is because they know about you. They know they have kids. They know, you know what I mean? They know more than like, you're just talking to them for the first time, but they already know so much about you that I think it's super interesting. Um, and that has been with, with uh, Instagram, with Facebook, it's a little different because, uh, you know, I, I've, I've gotten a couple of leads from Facebook, uh, but more paid leads, right? So mm. Instagram has been more like, you know, just um, organic, right? Yeah. Uh, organic uh, leads where I don't pay for that. But with Facebook, yes, I've gotten leads, but I've had to pay for them. And I almost find like, do I post what I post on Instagram on Facebook? It's just, I find that on Instagram, I could be way more relaxed as with Facebook. It's just like, I try to not make it all business either. Right. Mm-hmm. And I try to put a little bit of me, but I find it could be way more relaxed about uh, what I post on Instagram than what I put on my Facebook business page. That's interesting. Yeah. And I think that that's, I think that that's key because like, if you look at a Facebook business page, that's almost like your bulletin board, right? Um, where Instagram can be that step further into that personal relationship because you can post a little more often. And and I think that the, the key difference too, honestly, is Facebook 
on your personal Facebook profile, the people like your friends there, that's your immediate network. So it's actually going to be a smaller group of people. Whereas on Instagram, you're, you have a much more broadened reach where you're getting in front of more people. Um, and, and you have more of that, like searchability aspect where people can find a post that you've put out that you may have posted a year ago. Whereas it's really difficult to do that on Facebook because those posts are indexed largely in a chronological order. With Instagram, it's easy to find new content based off of hashtags or geotagging. Like if you're um, tagging yourself in a location at that point, the, the time that you're posting, like how, how recently you've posted is almost like a, a lesser factor in, in that regard. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Absolutely. It makes sense. So yeah, so that, that I think that has been my quirk all the time where I'm like, should I post that to Facebook too? Or is it yeah. too personal? You know what I mean? So, so, but you explained it quite well. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think about that stuff a lot too. I've, I still haven't figured out Facebook for myself. I'm, I'm absolutely dismal on Facebook. So the fact that you're trying, you're, you're way ahead of me. <laughs> no. And well, the thing is that in New Brunswick, most people have Facebook, right? So it's funny. So to reach local, local people, uh, you know, now they're starting to get into Instagram, but the majority have Facebook mm-hmm. and Again, with Instagram in Ontario, everybody has Instagram and that's why I've gotten like those leads and it's all out of province again, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to try to target Facebook. But the growth on Instagram for me has been huge, again, in comparison to the growth on Facebook. So it's hot. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, right? But here's an idea. I don't know if you're already doing this, but have you considered starting like a group on Facebook um, for people relocating to New Brunswick? No, I haven't because there are so many out there now. Oh, really? That, and and that, it's not that I'm saying that that would stop me. It's just saying, I also feel like how much time is that going to take? Like, I, I guess I should look into it more, right? Because I'm like, oh, should I be like, I'm going to be the moderator for this group and making sure everybody's behaving. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that is a thing. I think that um, so we've had some some agents in the Market Authority Academy who have done this really successfully. And the ones who have they've they've planned out. So number one, you have to have kind of like set the expectations of what the the um, the group is all about. But they will plan out their content in a month and almost like instead of um, instead of having a blog where if you have a blog on your website, like people have to intentionally search for that. Whereas if you're putting it in a Facebook group, people will be in the in the Facebook group and then you're sharing the content with them. So you're meeting them halfway um, and, and they'll treat it just like a blog where they might have like once a week, they'll just have a great post in there and it's like a feature of the week and you're featuring a local business or a thing to do. And that way the actual content that you're creating is pretty slim because it's just one piece of content, which you can batch for four pieces of content for a month. You can do that in an afternoon, like on a Sunday. Um, or, or whatever, if you set some time aside. And, and then as people come in, as it grows, you can just help make sure that you're creating a, a culture of people um, connecting genuinely, a culture of positivity. And that's, that's where it kind of becomes difficult. But um, there's a lot of ways that you can do that. So maybe that is a way that you can continue nurturing people who are finding you, but not quite ready to make the leap yet. Um, so it's just another layer of staying top of mind, um, as you are building this like machine, this lead generating machine of social media in your business. Absolutely. No, no, that, that is a great idea. And like I said, I, I had thought about it, uh, but at the same time, I was like, Ooh, do I have the time? I got to make sure, you know, 
that I'm also reading the posts on the blogs because there's days that I, I don't even look at Facebook, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, no, definitely. It's, it's something to definitely think about. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about time because, you know, you, this happens so quickly from you. So to have gone from zero to a hundred miles an hour so quickly, like that's that or kilograms. I don't know. <laughs> what is it where you're at? Is it miles or no? It's kilometers. Yeah. Yeah, Kilometers. Okay. Um, but, but regardless, this happens so quickly. So how have you, um, learned to manage your time and stay on top of everything? And then the, the follow-up question is how have you learned to balance all of that with family? So it's a work in progress. I'm not going to lie. It's work in progress. Um, it has been a lot of a lot of work, a lot of learning live almost, right? Because I remember when I was doing my first deals um, at the company that I work at, they hadn't even gotten to that point of showing us fully yet how to you know fill out these forms. And I'm already going there, like, okay, well, I have somebody that wants to buy, and like, I want to put it. They need to put in an offer. So it was training live, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of learning, a lot of work because it's a lot of paperwork, right? As as you know. Um, so it, it's been a work in progress. My husband has been super supportive. Um, and I feel guilty, obviously, because of, of the kids. Uh, you know, I love my kids, but I'm getting home late and I get home to to work as well. So there are times where I'm just like, OK, you know, this like I'm going to spend two hours with them, even if I had to stay up extra late and, and, and just spend time with my family, because that's the whole purpose as well. Right. I mean, I'm doing this for them. Um at the same time, I think right now the market is at a high and I also got to take advantage because I'm sure I know it's going to settle down. Mm-hmm. And, um, and right now the way the market is, is if something comes out today, um, it will be, you know, depending on, on what the property is and the price, it's going to be gone tomorrow. So when I have my buyers calling me saying, Jenny, we really need to see this property. Like, I feel like I, I need to get out there because if I don't today tomorrow when we go see it it's going to have an accepted offer and then I'm going to be like oh I'm so sorry (laughs) right Right? so it's definitely been a work in progress I I definitely need more help with that because um I truly don't know sometimes how to handle it and and it gets um it gets overwhelming that's for sure it gets overwhelming because you know there's nights where I tell my husband I could literally stay up all night working and doing all the things I need to do I'm still not going to be done right so So yeah, that part has been hard. (laughs) I, yeah, I can't even imagine. Um, There's, there's a couple of things that, that you might want to start considering this year, depending on how things go. And number one is just the seasonality, right? So, um, and this is going to be a little bit difficult because I'm so sick of the word unprecedented, but we're all finding ourselves in unprecedented times with, um, with major consumer shifts, right? So what you're seeing is a huge shift um, in people living in, in the urban cities and kind of moving out towards um, places like where you're at, where they can just kind of stretch out a lot more, especially those who are working remotely now after 2020. And so that part, you're right, it is a big shift and it is creating like so much demand that you kind of have to strike while the iron is hot. Um, and, and that's going to create a challenge for you as you learn to scale, because the next natural decision that you're going to make is how can I get more time by leveraging more people? Mm-hmm. So have you thought about that in, in terms of hiring or growing um, just more of a support team for yourself? I definitely have. And I always feel like, well, I've only been doing this for, you know, six months, I shouldn't be hiring somebody to help me. But I've talked to my husband and I said, you know what, 
once this settles down in at least my first year, I know how things are going. And, you know, I'm, I'm just afraid of hiring somebody right now because I don't know what's going to happen two months from now. Like, is the market going to go? <laughs> Not that it will. We don't expect it to like that, you know, right. but, um, but I, I told myself, I said, you know what, let me give myself the first year and I am definitely going to hire someone because a lot of it, again, it's paperwork of replying to emails, but while I'm on the road, I can't be replying to emails. And I feel like I'm also letting go of a lot of people like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or people like that as well. Because um, sometimes I don't get home until the evening, right? So I'm replying to their message from like this morning at 6 p.m. And then when I get home, I also feel like, well, I need to spend time with my family. I haven't seen them all day, <laughs> right? Yeah, so, so it's definitely, uh, it is something that I, I definitely do want to do. So what would be, what are you thinking your first hire is going to be? When or? or which, which position, like what role are you looking, would you be looking More of an assistant. So somebody that, that can be looking at my emails, that could be, you know, replying to those leads because I do get, you know, people sending me an email saying, hey, um, you know, I want more information about this property. And literally I'm not getting back to them until hours, like hours later. Yeah. Um, just being there on top of mind and, you know, replying because, Sometimes that's how you get the business. You know, the person that replies the quickest, right? Yeah. Um, just even help with all the documents that come in. Like um, this month, I'm going to have three closings in one day. So that day is going to be crazy for me, right? Yeah. Um, so having that, that backup right there. So definitely, I think more of an assistant to help me with the paperwork, to help me with uh, the emails. And, and that would just be a huge load off my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the way that, that I see typically for, for most real estate agents, especially those in, in a position similar to yours is that first hire looks like a transaction coordinator. Okay. And that is somebody specifically who's they're almost like an, another term might be a closing coordinator. Um, but, but it's transaction management. So they are, so anything that you're getting in escrow or even pre-listing, they are helping fulfill executed documents um, which is, you know, so much, and then just managing the file. So any signatures that are needed, making sure they're getting um, any anything that's required to fulfill the transaction. So typically, when this hire is made, is if if you're closing one to two transactions a month, you you, you would want to be considering no. that that next role. <laughs> yeah. And 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 for some real estate agents, that might even seem like kind of a lot or um, a little early, but the whole point in, in your words, how you said, I, I, I don't want things to dip down and then me to be sitting on my, on my hands, right? Like that's, that's what you want to avoid is a huge market correction. And then you have a high overhead of salaries, but a transaction coordinator, in my experience, you can do a couple of things. You can hire on one specifically for your team, or a lot of times you can find transaction coordinators um, who, who even might be, um, you know, maybe a little out of town. Maybe they cover a couple of different regions in, in your province and they can take it by the, they can charge by the file. So like for us, when we have our transaction coordinator, we pay like $300 per file. It's something like that. And they manage the entire transaction for us. And it's just, we pay them at closing. That is awesome. I say, I didn't know you could do that. I, I actually thought about that. I'm like, I wonder if somebody would actually do that where it's more by transaction as opposed to, because then at the same time, I was like, well, how many hours a week am I hiring this person? And you know what I mean? So that is interesting. 
that might be something to to consider. And I would I would you know speak to a couple of agents in in your office or at your brokerage and just see what options are available to you. So um, just see how how that might look in your area. But but that would be your very number one. And and honestly, Jenny, like you're ready for that for sure. Because what I usually say is you should have you should do like six to ten deals yourself as a new agent because you really do want to understand the process. You want to understand the contract documents and and the timelines and the addenda. Like you need to understand all of that. But once you have a good grip on that and you understand like just the flow of of a transaction, you need to offload a lot of that work because uh, there's a couple of different things here. Number one, that's like if, you know, if you take what you are projecting to earn this year and you divide that by 2080, that is the number that you are worth an hour. Okay. So anything below that, that you can hire out, it actually makes a lot more sense to, to offload that because it will allow you to do the more revenue producing activity of finding more clients, which even if there is a dip in the market, you will be able to avoid because you have spent all of this time preparing your business and stocking your pipeline with more people who need your help. So at the end of the day, the market's always going to shift. The market is cyclical and we know that we can't predict it. But what we what is within our control is our ability to make sure that we are always prospecting and making the time that we need to be fortifying our business with the clients who are going to help make sure that we stay afloat. You know what I mean? Well, that makes absolute sense. And actually, that's something that I'm definitely going to look into right away because you said it, right? Um, even though the market's going to change, if I prepare myself and spend more time and actually, you know, responding to these leads and creating leads that, you know, they won't buy a house next week, but maybe like a year from now, but keeping in touch with them, which is where I don't have the time at this moment, yeah. right? I'm dealing with the people that are wanting to buy a house, you know, next week, right? And and because this market is crazy like that, those are all the people that I'm dealing with, right? Yeah. Uh, but definitely just, yeah, the time to, to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And it's hard to allow ourselves because like you said, like, I've only been in the business six months. Who am I to make that? That's what I I said. I told my husband, I'm like, how can I hire somebody now? I just started, right? But, but, you know, like, if you went all in on yourself, you have to keep revisiting that. And you have to say, what am I willing to do to keep this momentum up? What am I willing to do to get to that next level? And what am I willing to do to protect my family time and to protect what's important to me as I continue to grow. Cause at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like I have these conversations like with, with agents who are like you brand new in the business and agents who have been in it for 15 years who never really found the traction. And then they make a few tweaks to the way they're marketing. They make a few tweaks to their business and suddenly their business is exploding and they're like, okay, now it's finally time to scale. Like it doesn't really matter where you're at in that in that evolution of your business. But when the time, when it's time to scale, you know, yeah. it's time to scale. Cause at the end of the day, you're going to start sacrificing what's really important to you. And what I've heard, what's really important to you and tell me if I'm wrong, it's serving the people who come into your business, who need help in their relocation and their real estate needs and serving your family. Absolutely. And it is because, so I have the people that, you know, closed that moved from Ontario. I, they couldn't be there on closing day because they were in quarantine. Um, but I've been so busy. Like I, I obviously got them their nice closing day gift and I try to make those really personable too. 
But after that, I kind of want to follow up with them and, and, you know, drop off a box of donuts or I can't even find the time for that. And I almost feel like I should still be following up with them. And, and I do when I can, but like, you know what I mean? The fact that it's been so busy, Yeah. but exactly what you said, you know what I mean? If I were to delegate some of those things, I could, I could have time to, you know, follow up with them. How are you guys? You guys are in your house now. How do you feel? You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, no, definitely. It's something to to think about and I am feeling the the burnout I am definitely feeling it and there's there's days where like I'm like I love this I love what I'm doing but but it is overwhelming because I'm like I feel like I could be working 24 hours a day and still not have enough time to to finish everything that I need to be doing so definitely thank you for that I'll definitely be looking into that (laughs) well it it sounds like you know what's next um you know so so tell me commit to me now. What's, what is the next six months of the year look like for you? What, what do we need to do to make sure that you're wrapping up 2021 feeling just on top of the world and, and like you really have it all? Well, definitely. I, I do need the help, Stephanie. And, and like I told my husband that, and, and thank you. I think you kind of backed me up on that. Cause I was like, no, I'm too new. I'm just going to wait. But if I continue like this, um, I'm going to just go through a burnout. Like I'm already feeling it. Like I said, where I'm going to bed really late, you know, waking up early and it's just work, 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 work. Um, and uh, no, I, I think my next step is to to literally get that extra help, get the help with the transactions, which takes so much, yet um, it's also taking away time from, from me being, you know, spending more time with the customers or with the clients or, or with the, with the new leads. Right. So I think that would definitely be my next step. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And I think that you can do it. I think that you can do it for sure. Um, How, what's your goal for, for the end of the year? Do you even have any idea of, of what you want your end production to look like? Well, it was funny because at the beginning of the year, again, I was like, and like, I'm like, that's right. Somebody, I'm going to do this. And, you know, setting my goal super high and, and, uh, I said, you know, I want to sell 30 house by the end or do 30 deals by the end of the year. And uh, my goal is still there, but my goal is actually to surpass it now. Cause I said, okay, well, if I'm at 19 and I'm six months in, I want to surpass that 30. If I'm, you know, if I get to 30, perfect. Oh, you know, but yeah, my, since the beginning, I was like 30 deals is my goal. But then I would laugh inside and be like, yeah, you know, that's not going to happen. You're just whatever. But now where I'm like, no, it's, it could happen. <laughs> Right. And I'm working toward that. And, and for me, I'm like, it's going to happen. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, so that's a great production goal. And yeah. then I want you to really think about like a, a feeling goal, right? So like, how do you want to feel at the end of the year? And, and what do you want that lifestyle to look like? Because like the production leads to something like we want to achieve things a for the sake of achieving it, but what is it going to allow you to do? You know, maybe it's going to allow you to begin growing a support staff for yourself so that you can have more of that space. So think about what you want that to really feel like, and that will help you get through a little bit of that burnout. That'll help you give, like, keep that energy up and stay motivated because if we're only focusing on those numbers, it can feel a little empty. Right. So that understanding that feeling gives us the quote unquote, why to, to keep going. Sometimes I've found. Definitely. So yeah, definitely. That's something that I'm going to have to sit down and, and, and think about. And um, yeah, no, like I said, right now, everything has been like a daze for me. And, and it's true. Sometimes I do kind of pinch myself. I'm like, 
wow, I'm doing it, right? <laughs> You're like, wow, I'm this mega boss babe. <laughs> Yeah, right. I was like, what? No. <laughs> no, but it's it's been unreal. But but it's definitely been a lot of hard work. And I, I truly admire realtors even more so now when when you think that, you know, some people are like, oh, realtors do nothing. I'm like, no, I have never worked as many hours in any of my previous, you know, careers, jobs ever have I worked this much. Wow. Right? We do a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what? You're doing it so gracefully, Jenny. And I just want to acknowledge you for just really rolling with the the punches and the changing winds of your new career. I think that you are just setting a really extraordinary example for anybody who follows you. Um, and the real estate industry needs people like you. So I'm just so grateful to have been able to be a small part of this journey with you. And, and I'm loving, loving watching the evolution. And I can't wait to see where you are next year. Aw, thank you, Mel. And thank you for all your help. Because like I said, um, you know, I, I want to sit down. I'm like, I want to do things. But even like the few moments that I have to, to look through everything helps me so much. Like I said, you were the one that motivated me and got me into that like um, mindset of like, you know, post, even if you're not posting every day, but make it like, you know, so people are used to you posting, you know, even if it's three times a week or two times a week, be consistent. So that for me was huge when we started that with you. I think it was in January. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that we did that 30 day thing. And I'm like, oh, I got to post every day on social media. What am I going to do, right? <laughs> but that really, that was huge for me. That was oh. huge. For me. When I started uh, my Instagram, again, it was a personal Instagram. I think I was at 205 people. Um, and, um, now I'm at not a little bit over 900 followers. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. So like I said, you know, just the consistency and, and the advice from you where it's like, okay, make it about you, even though it's business related, but put yourself in there somewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. So even though I'm at the beach taking a video of my kids, but at the same time, I'm telling people, I'm like, look, it's a great place to be. Come on over to New Brunswick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's personal but at the same time I'm like look at this look at how awesome it is move on <laughs> come on contact me but yeah it's 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 been huge and that was a, a huge thing for me and and I thank you for that completely oh for my getting, gosh getting me into that you know consistent <laughs> well you're the one doing the work so I want you to be so proud of yourself I hope that you are and I hope that you take a moment to just like really sit down and let it sink in that wow like I look speaking to Jenny right like you're speaking to yourself Jenny look at how far you've come look at what you've accomplished like really take a moment to let that sink in because I think that you should be so proud of yourself I'm just really really pumped for for all of all of the wins that you've had this year and and I just know that it's gonna keep on going so I'm I'm super excited for you Jenny you thank you so so much and and honestly like surrounding myself with people like you is what I wanted from the beginning and I did it and I think this has made a difference of night and day like I remember I told my husband when I first found you I'm like I found Stephanie Google and you know my coach and I said trust me on this I need to surround myself with positive people that are just going to push me and you have done that for me and I thank you for that oh my gosh well the pleasure is all mine truly it's been really, really great being a part of it. Um, well, this was a lot and I'm just like beaming right now. You just bring such a fresh energy. So for those listening, if you don't already follow Jenny, um, Jenny, can you share where, um, people can find you? Yep. So definitely I'm on Instagram, uh, Jenny Sully realtor 
and I'm on Facebook as well as Jenny Sally Realtor. <laughs> and that's Sally with a C C E L L Y. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for being so generous of your time. I know that you're a busy lady. So thank you for joining me here on the Market Authority Show. And I cannot wait to have a round two, maybe in a little while and see how we close out the year and see what's next for you as as you continue on. Absolutely. Thanks so, so much, Stephanie. And, And like I said, this pushes me and like already, this was an awesome interview because you already gave me so many ideas when I leave from like, I'm hiring someone. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Let me know how I can help you with that. We can talk about it and kind of game plan how you bring that, that person on. I think that this is going to be, it's definitely like the natural next step for you. And I think that it's going to make all the difference really. I think so too, too, because it is going to help me focus on, on generating, you know, more business. Right. I didn't even see it that way. Like I honestly saw it as I'm like, Oh, can I afford to pay someone like in the long run? Right. But, but definitely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. You'll learn like this is all just developing a skill of thinking and and vision casting like a business owner. And it's not anything that anyone's born with. You have to develop this over time. And even me, I'm constantly having to to question my more like for me, it's definitely a fear based limiting belief of like, who am I to X, Y and Z? And you got to stop yourself right there and say, who am I to keep myself from accomplishing what I need to accomplish or helping the people who need me and who can help me make that happen. So I think that, that that's definitely going to be the next natural step for you. Yeah, absolutely. No, and thank you for that. Cause like I said, I, uh, prior to this, I was just like, no, just wait until, you know, a year at least. And, but yeah, no, it makes so much sense. It truly makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you got this. Okay. Well, this was a really exciting chat. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and and I'm guys, seriously, you've got to follow Jenny if you don't already follow along her journey and support her as she continues growing. We are all here with you every step of the way, Jenny. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're awesome. Thank you so, so much, Stephanie. Thanks, Chris. Mm-hmm. All the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.